fucking hold up, hold up. Well, then there, motherfuckers! All you have to do is give me the goddamn key! Oh, man, let me tell you, Willie's Willie is in for a treat. Just make fart noises over it. The guy on fire, which is, which is cool. That it's like right away, I was just like, oh, not this guy. Hello, and welcome to the Horrorcopia podcast, where we bring you weekly movie reviews while discussing all things horror along the way. My name is Brian. I'm Heather. And we will be your hosts. This is episode number 10, being recorded Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. And this week... We got a little uh, longer episode for you because we will be discussing the 1995 film Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, and we will also be doing a mini review for the 2021 zombie flick Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can email horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. New episodes drop every Friday and can be found wherever you get your podcast now. Please do us a favor and remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Heather, did you see Will Smith slap Chris Rock the other night? Uh, yeah, that was literally the most awkward, like, inappropriate thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I am still debating whether or not that was, like, planned. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I don't think so, because you could tell, like, Will Smith, like, Felt like, like when he sat down, he was like, keep my wife's nanny fucking... Like, it was so awkward, and Chris Rock was just like, oh my god. Like, I totally appreciate the fact that he, like, stood up for Jada, because she did just come out and say that she was alopecia, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. But, like, that's what Chris Rock does. Like, he didn't mean it in a mean-hearted way, I don't think, and I don't think he thought it was going to be taken to that level. I, I just think violence in any, any way is so fucking like it's not necessary yeah and yeah i mean ugh, will smith is like my friend crystal was like he's the new tom cruise i was like oh man that's yeah that's <laughs> that's the sad thing i mean like there's just all the memes about him now whether or not this was like real or not it's like yeah. dude you still like literally like smack that guy i mean it wasn't like a, right. uh, you didn't like push him or like no. give him a punch it but either way i don't know it's just because i didn't see the like obviously i don't who the hell was watching the i Oscars. found it i found it yeah. online I just, yeah, same thing. I just went on YouTube. It was right there, but... It's um, awkward. It is awkward. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, I Something new that I'm doing for the, the show notes, just for any of you who... Uh, like, like an episode like this, for instance, where we're doing two reviews, like if you don't care about the Resident Evil one, I'm starting to put in the show notes the times for the different segments, so you can just jump to, you know, if you want to only hear the, the one review or whatever, so... Uh, yeah, it's uh, exciting stuff. And then um, we got stickers. We yeah, they're really cute guys. They're yeah, yeah they're pretty awesome. I, I I pass them out to some of the guys at work who listen to the show, and they were really excited. They're like, "Wait, are these like real stickers? Can we like put them on the, our cars?" It's like, "Yeah, guys." <laughs> <laughs> I want to get shirts made too, but like obviously, me and Brian don't want to be the only like nerds wearing shirts. So if any of our friends are like, "I would wear a Horcopia shirt," like let us know because like the more we can get like in one bundle would be dope uh yeah. if we don't get any and me and brian are just it's we'll just get shirts that say i'm a stupid yeah exactly <laughs> and then it'll just say like horrorcopia podcast on the back or something like I don't yeah know. but um yeah if you do want any stickers again just uh you can just 
hit us up on uh, email or uh, Instagram. Send me your address. I'll I'll take I'll send them to you. So, um, but yeah, and then Heather, uh, I got to get your address still too because I haven't sent you any. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how professional we are. Yeah. But uh, anyway, if you want stickers, we got them. So I just start giving it to you over the podcast. I'm yeah, like, exactly. It's eleven forty. I know, and then like in the podcast, it's just like boop, boop, boop. like instead of us just editing <laughs> yeah. it out, we just like go through yeah to put the bleeps over everything, just make fart noises over it. Yeah, because that's what we do. So um, anyway, yeah, let's just uh, we're gonna go ahead and get started here actually with uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Did you? I'm sorry, real quick. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before? No, no, totally. Go ahead. Okay, so Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City was directed by uh, Johannes Roberts and was released November 24th, 2021. Here is your cast: K.S. Scodelario as Claire, Lily Gale Reed as Young Claire. I should have said Claire Redfield. Sorry. Hannah John Kamen as Jill Valentine, uh, Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield, Daxton Gray Gujral as Young Young Chris Redfield, Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker. Evan Jogia as Leon Kennedy, Donald Logue as uh, Brian Irons, and Neil McDonough as William Birkin. Here is your uh, quick plot synopsis, courtesy of Google. Welcome to Raccoon City, once the booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corporation. The company's exodus left the city a wasteland, a dying town with great evil brewing below the surface. When the evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. Okay, so um, we have both seen all of the other Resident Evils, correct? Yes. And this one is in no way, shape, or form related to any of those except for the story. And the names. That's what I mean, yeah. I mean, like, uh, as far, but the other one, like, like Mila Jovovich is not in this. Um, you know, Ali Larder's not in this. Any of those uh, other terrible actors who only find work in the Resident Evil movies, or <laughs> Mila Jovovich, who uh, fortunately has her husband directing every movie that she stars in. So, um, but anyway, we're not talking about those Resident Evils. So here we go. So um, this one, uh, all right, I'm just kind of, let's see what, what my notes got. We got, we meet the, the Redfields right off the bat, Chris and Claire. And this is like a flashback to them as kids in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of the little, uh, or by the way, spoilers, if you haven't seen uh, Raccoon City, sorry. So um, yeah, we said there's like a little creature in the beginning. Like, what did mm-hmm. you think of that? Uh it's kind of hard to explain, like, what it was, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it looks like somebody's, like, wrapped in a blanket or, like... Well, it, it looks almost like a human is almost wearing a human skin cloth thing. Cause... Yeah, because there's, like, a face. Yeah, because you, you see her face, but it always looks like the other face is, like, sideways, if that makes any sense. Yes. I mean, obviously, it was creepy. Like, can you imagine just waking up in the middle of the... They're, like, an orphanage, by the way, not a hospital. Yeah. But... Sorry. Uh... Can you imagine just like waking up in the middle of the night in your own home, let alone in an orphanage? Like yeah. seeing a fucking weird, creepy, like, I don't know, two-faced something in the corner. Mm. I mean, and Claire's, Claire makes it very clear that she has seen this before, but like, yeah. you know, has never spoken to it or anything. And so, of course, like her brother doesn't believe her and whatnot but yeah this night she specifically gets out of bed and kind of follows not follows it but goes and like looks for it to be like is this real or am i just crazy and then yeah sure enough she finds this little it's a little girl right yeah mm-hmm. it's a little girl yeah she's in like one of those little tp tent thingies and uh she's like oh where are you from like what, what's your name da, 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 da. and then yeah she says she's from below yeah that's all she writes like in cran just below yeah and then all of a sudden like 
Claire gets like pulled back and you're, you know, you don't know what it is right away. And then all of a sudden it's like her doctor or like the doctor of the orphanage or something. Right. Or he, what is he? What is he? He's like the head doctor. He's, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like a, a, yeah, I guess a doctor. He's like the head guy, but they're doing like nefarious like shit. You can right. you know something's going on. So you find out uh, later. Yeah. The, the girl we just said, and then we kind of flash forward uh, back to modern days and we meet uh, Jill or I'm sorry, Claire, who uh, Claire Redfield played by uh, KF Scotolario. I think that's how you pronounce it. But she's driving with some dude who's like your typical like piece of shit male because like males in movies are awful always. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like she's driving with him and, you know, he's just like it's like an annoying scene. Actually, he's just like ah, just kind of bitch and she's not even listening to him. And then he starts like touching her leg and then. She's like, look out. Well, he's a truck driver. Yeah, it's a truck driver. She like hitchhikes. So, of course, yeah, he's a truck yeah, driver. Yeah, they have to make Poor him truck like drivers. ultra creepy. My boyfriend's dad is a truck driver, and he's like the nicest person I've ever met in my life. So. I, I've met, I, I know plenty of truck drivers who are great guys, but yeah, they always make him like skeezy. And, yeah. Or, so He has a dog, too, by the way. Yeah, he's got a Doberman, which Dobermans are very synonymous with uh, the Resident Evil lore. So um, that was kind of cool. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of cool like callbacks in this, like as far, that, like, uh, before I guess we should get started, these this movie is basically um, based on Resident Evil 1 and 2. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so the other Resident Evil movies were loosely based on the games. It was more they just kind of, they took the characters in the story and just kind of made their own, which I'm fine with. But, right. um, th- so this one was was cool for, like, geeks, you know, like myself. <laughs> but anyway, they... Um, they hit a woman crossing the street and sure enough, like she's down for a bit and you know, it's a zombie movie. So she's gone when they, you know, and of course the guy's freaking out like, Oh, what the fuck? I didn't see her. I didn't see her. You know, he's trying to like get her to validate for him. Like, yeah, it wasn't your fault, even though it totally fucking was. Right. It's like, just cause you didn't see her, you still hit her. (laughs) Yeah. So the girl's gone or the woman is gone. You know, we see her stand up for a second, you know, it's like a zombie, but then it goes away so this this is one thing i don't the zombies in this movie are kind of weird and they, mm-hmm. they don't serve like actually a huge role except kind of like how the walking dead is now where they're more just a nuisance i have not watched in a while well but i'm just saying though i mean in the walking dead they turned it more into like how they, the other humans yeah. they're battling are evil but but this one is different because it is like they you find out later why they're different well, we're going to have to get to that because I must have missed it. Maybe because I was just kind of checking out. But um, but it's weird because like, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, well, this this well, this woman, she walks away like well, she doesn't she, go after them. That's, she looks like she's in like a medical clothes thing. Well, yeah, she probably came from like some kind of a facility. Well, they're heading towards Raccoon City. So, yes. yeah. But again, yes, you don't know yet that like why she possibly might have gotten up and walked away. But. Again, we will go over that in a minute, but uh, the dog ends up like while mm. they're the, while the two are arguing and they're like freaking out because she's gone. The dog goes over and starts like licking and eating like her brain remnants. Yeah, I like guess. her guts, basically. Whatever yeah. with the truck left behind, and you know immediately you're like, oh, well, here we go. That's kind of cool, though, because, like, I don't recall ever seeing that in a movie where, like, you can pick up the virus by, like, yeah, that's... basically ingesting it. I mean, like, yeah, you like you see in movies like in Dawn of the Dead, the remake, like the, the girl gets like uh, she gets cut by a zombie. So, you know, she's infected there. But like, I've never yeah, I've never seen like people yeah eating a zombie and then becoming one, basically, because that's kind of the dogs eating. It's like remnants. Well, because, yeah, in Dawn of the Dead too, the dogs, they don't even want the dog. 
like they remember that yeah the yeah. Scene where the dog just walks by everybody but different movie um so yeah, yeah so anyways uh claire ends up getting into town and she ends up at this house and she can't get in everything's locked and no one's there and so she ends up breaking in and it's her brother's house chris and yeah uh you want to continue sure uh so well real real quick before that though there's a there's a uh some jumping around here we do meet mm. uh the other main characters real quick oh um, yeah in the cafe You're we meet right, albert wesker played by uh the tom hopper who i think sucks i'm sorry like i maybe it's just because i think umbrella academy sucks and what are the odds of the main him what? being like in umbrella academy and like umbrella welcome to raccoon city which umbrella is the main company kind of funny i thought maybe um, he has a big boner for umbrellas or he's got like in his contract any movie I don't know, <laughs> nothing was, all right yeah so anyway he actually looks really uh accurate to the games that was probably you know good pick probably got him for for relatively cheap and you'll see like there's there's actually there's some pretty known actors in this movie but they're actors that probably didn't cost much because they're like either past their prime like like uh is it donald logue or donald logue donald i've heard donald sounds weird <laughs> Well, there's no D at the end, so I guess we'll say Donald. No, it's Donald. Like Donald. Okay, Donald Logue. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we meet him, and then we meet Jill Valentine and Leon Kennedy, who both look absolutely nothing like their characters in the games, which is fine. They just, you know, they change them up. But, like, mm-hmm. Leon is, like, a short-haired, bleach blonde guy, and then Jill is, like, shoulder-length, straight blonde hair, and they're both white. No, Jill in the movie is, like, she's, like, half black, half white. I know, white, I'm and, like, saying the... how they are in, like, the, oh. that's why I'm, I'm describing. My their, bad. Uh, their, My yeah, bad. yeah. I, I've never uh, played the video games. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, yeah. So that that's when we, uh, yeah. Jill gets to her brother, or um, Claire gets to Chris's house, and um, they both look pretty comic book or comic book accurate, movie accurate. Uh, Claire's wearing her uh, patented red jacket that she always does. But yeah, you find out that they have some kind of beef, and it's that uh, Chris is kind of pissed because Claire left him, or she ran away from the uh, the the orphanage. Well, Right, when they were very little. Yeah. And so we see she's, uh, you know, like they, they kind of talk a little bit and he doesn't want to see her. But she ends up, um, she eventually like puts on this video where there's like a conspiracy theorist guy. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like how the, the, the chemicals are in the water. And it's like, all right, you know, like we're, th- that's probably our best, you know, best guess, you know, because it's usually the conspiracy theorist who everyone thinks is crazy is usually the one that's right. And, um, hey, I forgot. Did you see the movie Anything for Jackson? Mm-mm, not yet. On Shudder. All right. Well, this guy, the the conspiracy theorist guy, he's like he sucks in this movie just because he's so like. Ugh! That's how he is in that movie too, and he's so noticeable that it's like right away I was just like, oh, not this guy, but he's not in this a ton. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Then we see a weird. Uh, again, I'm kind of just like putting my notes here uh in order uh a zombie at uh, like comes up and like knocks on the door or it hits the wall and it can spell it it writes itchy tasty on the door well so this is what i'm talking about like the water is contaminating them and it's slowly turning them so like they are like they start to bleed from the eye then they start losing their hair so like they're not full-on zombies but they do turn into zombies that's why I was saying it was a little different because when they hit that lady with the truck, she probably hadn't fully yeah. transformed yet. So she was still like partially mm-hmm. a person, uh, which I think is what ha- is happening with the neighbors is that like, because Claire sees them when she's trying to break into the house and the little boy is in the window and then the mom walks up and she closes the window. So like clearly mm-hmm. they're still partially human. 
But then, yeah, as Claire gets in the house and all of a sudden the little she the little boy is in the house. He's like hiding under the kitchen table or something. Yeah. And she's like, are you OK? Do you need help? And then all of a sudden, yeah, like you hear tapping and you see the mom is writing in blood. Like, yeah. What does it say? Itchy, smelly, itchy, or tasty, which I guess is some it's it's like from one of the games I saw on the uh, IMDb. It has something oh, okay. that's like a Got clue it. in the game. But um, but yeah, it's like they're like bloodlusting, but they don't change right away so that's why they're a little bit different because then obviously the resident evil movies these people die and then immediately come back as zombies mm. so yeah it's a little different this is like a slow burn because it's the water the water has contaminated them not an actual bite specifically so then we we cut back over to uh wesker who gets um a text he has this like a palm pilot i think it is because this movie takes place in 98 yeah i think it is actually so he's got a palm pilot and he's getting texts from someone we don't know who but it does say it's like raccoon city will be destroyed at 6 a.m mm-hmm. so he's the only one that knows this so it's like okay what's what's he's he's doing some shady shit but uh so then we, uh, uh, Birkin, uh, who is the, played by Neil McDonough, he's the doctor Heather was t- talking about earlier from the orphanage. Um, he gets like some kind of a call to from someone and it's obviously the same. It's probably something about that as well. It's like the city's going to blow. So he gets his family together and they take off. And as they're driving, he runs, doesn't he like, um, he sees Claire and somehow recognizes this girl just with her eyes. Cause she has a helmet on. I know. <laughs> You know what I mean? I it's like, how, when's yeah. the last time he saw her? I don't even think I would necessarily recognize you with just your eyes. I mean, probably, but that's yeah, well, still yeah. like, ah, uh, okay. Um, no, yeah, he's like driving really fast and his wife's like, oh yeah, look out. And then Claire, of course, is on like her roller's motorcycle that he told her not to steal. And yeah, yeah she just like <laughs> lifts the visor and is like staring at him. And he's like, oh shit. And then he just keeps driving. I would love to see a movie because, yeah, like you said, it happens in like every movie when someone's like, don't don't touch my bike. And then they do it like where it's like, don't touch my bike. And then someone's just like, well, he told me not to touch his bike. So and then they just show the person walking like the next scene, you know, <laughs> right? Like how fucking rude. I mean, I get it in Claire's circumstances because she was just attacked by a fucking creepy old lady with like no hair and like bleeding yeah. from her eyeballs. But yeah, I mean, if you were like, don't drive my car, I'd probably be like, Fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so we cut back to the truck driver who is uh he's you know his his dog is starting to like you know basically drool and like he's like foaming almost at the mouth because the dog is turning. Which the CGI is so fucking over the top. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. But uh, so the guy's like, hey, what's wrong, pup? You know, and he he goes to pet it and it bites him like it fucking like tears into his hand. So yeah. Um. So you find out like after uh, um. I'm sorry. Uh, as, oh, geez. Wow. So this is going on, and this guy's just, like, kind of slowly turning as well. But then finally, he just, like, he's driving his truck into town and just, like, jackknifes, and the whole thing flips over and blows up, which is a really cool scene, actually. Mm-hmm. But then you see the guy on fire, which is, which is cool. He's a zombie, basically. He's, he's completely on fire walking into the police station. But Leon, who, and that's one of the things I hated about this movie. They made Leon so fucking stupid in this movie. Like, he was like the airhead. Yeah. Like, I'll get into more stupid things he says and does. Well, let's but... not get into it too much, because this movie yeah. really wasn't very great. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so anyway, um, yeah, so that was a dumb scene. Um, and then, so we get uh, the other team, which is like Wesker, Leon, and all those guys. 
they head over to they're going to this mansion where there's two missing police officers that like got and this is exactly where the first game starts off so they're they're trekking through the woods and everything they find the mansion and then we get they get inside the mansion and like again for me you know because I I was a big fan of the first Resident Evil it's awesome to see like this on you know this is what I wanted yeah. to see for the right. first Mila Jovovich one but it's like okay oh, yeah I love Resident Evil yeah so again I wrote down it's like why do they have to make Leon so stupid and um yeah but again we'll get more to that later so um oh this is this is something I actually wanted to point out about the movie that I thought was weird. So, you know, throughout the movie, when they tell you it's like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., yeah. why do they have to go 2.20? Because... 150. Like, why do they all of a sudden start cutting into the... Like, like we care, you know? It's just like... Oh, I don't know, yeah. Well, because it's like a timestamp because they're blowing up Raccoon City at 6 a.m. I know, but for like the first four times they do it, it's on the hour. Then all of a sudden they're like, ooh, we got to show them what happened at 2.20. We can't go all the way to 3. You know, it just... Oh my it, god, why do you notice these things? Well, You're because that's what I, when I'm watching the movie, I'm writing notes. That's what I do the whole time. That's why I have so much stupid crap in here. Okay. You are a nerd. Alright, and then I just wanted to point out the iconic uh, shot um, from the video game where they walk in and the one zombie's bent over eating the person and they get its attention and it just turns around and looks at them. And it's like, right. it's so, they did a great job with that because that's, that's one of the scariest moments in probably the entire series because it's the first time you see one. So they did it here and it was awesome. I think they did a great job with that. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So, uh, let me hear where we're going. Okay. Oh, all right. So jumping forward, this is just one of the things I wanted to point out about Leon, like how dumb his character is. So he's talking to Claire and she just keeps like mopping up after him basically. Cause he can't do anything right. And he's like, you're probably wondering, you're probably wondering what I'm doing as a cop. And she's like, yeah. And he just goes, yeah, me too. And that's it. <laughs> like you thought he was going to, oh, my dad's the sheriff or, oh, I fight, you know, but it's just, it's yeah. so stupid. He's like, you're probably wondering. She's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, me too. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now we're we're down into the cell where that conspiracy theorist guy is because they arrested him, and it's funny he has he's got a cellmate that's like turning, and Leon's just like, "Is that guy okay?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, he's fucking fine." <laughs> like I love that as he's like, "Yeah, he's like, Ugh. yeah, right," because he's like coughing. Yeah. So Leon again, being a fucking idiot, walks right up to the cell, and this dude just pulls his gun from Leon, like takes it right out of the holster, and now he's got you know, Leon, like, uh, by the, so, and then it's, uh, okay, but anyway, the dickhead gets killed, he gets eaten, I think, by his, or does he get shot, I, I don't know. No, he gets bit by the, his cellmate. Yeah, he gets mauled by, by his cellmate, so, so, um, did you notice the, the liquor, that, that's the thing that, like, climbs on the ceiling and has, like, the long tongue, obviously, it's, it's called a liquor? Yeah, that's what they're called, it's, oh, yeah, pretty, yeah. Bait, liquors, <laughs> but what, yeah. what'd you think of that CGI, like, it, it had the, like, the brain head, and, that wasn't as bad, I just, yeah, yeah that, the foaming of the dog's mouth, it was like, why does this, it looked so, it looked like the video game, it was like, like pouring that's how, out, that's yeah. how bad it was, yeah, and it looked like it was, like, pixeled, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it was not good, yeah. but yeah, the, the liquor, the liquor looked cool, yeah, it was more of a dark scene, too, so maybe it just wasn't as obvious, this is actually another that has to do with the dark scene. We get like a cool shot of uh, Chris and it's kind of like that uh, in the, the new Batman movie. They show it in the trailer. So even if you haven't seen the movie, you might know what I'm talking about, where it's like he's in a dark hallway and all the light you see is just the gun flashes. So he's having oh, a battle yeah. with some zombies. So that was pretty cool. And uh, actually, this movie came out before the Batman. So can't say they ripped it off, but the Batman still did it better. But anyway, sure. Yeah, they've done that uh, in other movies. So 
Then we see a video with the Ashford twins, which this was a really weird scene. It's uh, the Ashford twins, by the way, were like the first two kids to be experimented on with the the, the T virus. It, yeah, it reminded me of like Silent Hill. See, it re reminded me of um, City of the or Village of the Damned. Did you ever see that? Oh well, yeah, the blondness, but like the yeah, way exactly, it was yeah. like recorded was very Silent Hill. True. Like when they do the flashbacks of like Alessa, yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, they like they show it's like so on the nose. I mean, it is literally kids pulling wings off of bugs. Like you know, like you think of that was so, I like seriously again kill animals in movies, and I I want to just die. But at humans, I'm like yes, yeah. get up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is. It's sad. It's like you're just like oh. But I mean, you could like the dragonfly doesn't really even look real. So it's like okay, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I know, but then they like lay it down without its wings, and like all the ants just eat it while it's still alive. Yeah, it's like these yeah. kids are fucking awful and i hate them and then didn't it look like they were gonna kiss yes it did <laughs> it's like what the fuck like yeah i was about to like hit fast forward it's like okay but no <laughs> thank god hit uh, fast forward because they're really related in real life yeah that was a little that was a little dicey i was like Ugh. Uh, okay, so then we are, uh, we're, we're, I forgot where the hell exactly we are, but. Well, so yeah, and Claire is really upset, because obviously she was almost experiment. she was one of the people they wanted to experiment yeah. on too, and that's why she ran away. But her brother doesn't know that, and her brother, we didn't really mention this, her brother and the doctor, I can't mm, remember, yeah. Wex, what was his name? Birkin. 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 Birkin, not even, I was nowhere close. No, Wesker's the other bad guy. Okay, Birkin, like, kind of took him in and, like. Mm -hmm. treated him as he was like a son of his so he had no idea that he, they, any of this stuff was happening and why his sister left he just was always mad at her because she left him but no so we get spe so speaking of birkin um him and his family are in like a showdown with wesker now uh -huh. and it's one of those things that remember like he's got the gun first and like wesker like kicks his or whatever and then the wife gets the gun and then he overtakes her and then the little girl gets the gun and he overtakes <laughs> her it's just like one after another like here you try here you, you know fucking uh. well because wex wexter's trying to get the t-virus or uh, yeah. they don't call it that in this but it, it is they do no you know what they do that that uh conspiracy theorist guy i believe oh, he okay. says t-virus and g-virus and that's okay. like one of the only mentions but that's yeah so wexter brings his wife and daughter down into his labs to get the t-virus blah 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 and then yeah that's when wexter comes in and he's like give me the t-virus and then yeah there's like a fucking showdown with the guns and yeah it's really silly it is a, it's a very silly scene <laughs> and i love how like the mom sees what's going on because there is a person on a like surgery table and she's still mm -hmm. alive, but her body is like completely like ripped open and you can see like her insides. But it's like the wife sees this and the daughter sees this and they're like mortified, but then they're like, okay, we're on your side. We got you. <laughs> well, remember though, they're like, dad, what have you been doing to these people? Or like the wife says that too. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, seriously though, can you imagine if we like dad, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. But yeah, it was just kind of like, what are you doing, hon? Yeah. Like, what's going on down here? <laughs> so why does I... So Birkin ends up mutating. And like, what... Ha how, did he get injected or... He gets shot and then he's like, the T-virus, give me the T-virus. Oh, yeah. He's going to die. So That's yeah. Right. So his wife like injects him with the T-virus before he dies. And then, yeah, so it's kind of like with Matt in the original Resident Evil where they inject him with the T-virus and then he just starts changing into, I forget what that thing is called, but it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so it's like... Are you, wait, wait, what? Are you talking... Uh, Nemesis, Nemesis, right? thank you, yes, yes. 
but yeah, it's the same thing. It's like yeah. your human tissues just start to like transform now and you become like a mutant. Um, yeah. And what do you, th- what do you think of this? How he it's, looks? It is cool. And then you like, and then I noticed that there was a giant eyeball on his shoulder and I was like, this is fucking so dumb. What the fuck? See, but that's, yeah, and, and I guess I can't keep using this excuse. That's in the in the games, like eyeballs. No, but if that's, okay, if that's in the game, Eyeballs then, a lot are, Then yeah. that's cool. They're, they're very, there's a lot of uh, villains you have to take out by shooting, like, eyeballs on them. And Okay, like, well, then that makes sense. I, I just, like I said, I have not, I don't play video games. Um, well, that doesn't mean it looked, I mean, like, I thought it was a cool design, but some of the CGI was a little, like, eh. I respect the fact that they kept it very much like the game, yeah. which is cool, but again, like, if you're not someone who knows, then to me, it was like, why does he have an eyeball on his shoulder? But yeah. Um, okay, so they're, uh, so now Burke, and yeah, he ba- he just turns into, the, he's got, like, this gigantic claw arm and, like, kind of fangs and stuff, and he's, like, he sounds kind of stupid, actually, when he's talking, because it's, like, he's trying to be more menacing. But anyway, so don't worry, though, because Leon shows up out of nowhere with a fucking rocket launcher. Okay, you gotta stop hating on Leon. <laughs> <laughs> just just don't don't worry about uh, the fact that Chris is literally standing five feet next to him and there's other people in this this building like in the same room he just shoots the fucking rocket launcher yeah. kills Birkin and don't worry though Chris is fine because he jumped away like he was literally standing next to the guy <laughs> and um yeah so I thought that was like uh my, my exact words fucking idiotic <laughs> uh but anyway then uh the so the city sinks yeah which I guess that was that was a little different because usually they just get nuked. Yeah. So this just showed the, the I don't know. It like uh, imploded. Yeah. And I guess it's because like uh, all of Umbrella, Umbrella takes place underground. So maybe their facility like caused it to just sink. Because um, it's kind of cool, actually, if you go back to that Palm Pilot message for Wesker, it just says city destroyed. It doesn't say like city nuked or city bombed yeah. or anything like that. So um okay so then that's that's pretty much the end of it but then we do get a post-credit scene just showing us that wesker is still alive and that's obvious because wesker will go on to become the villain throughout like the entire series uh which Um, i'm sure will not happen because this movie was not that great yeah it was okay yeah it had potential and i i will hold on let me last thing and then we'll do our grades but yeah and then you just uh another video game thing you get a an appearance by ada wong who uh is another uh, mainstay in the video games but like heather just said uh this this movie will probably not get a sequel because um well i'm in my opinion my my grade for this is a d plus how about you yeah that sounds about right okay <laughs> <laughs> this you know what and i i i we talked we talked about the resident evil movies last week when we were going through franchises i love the whole like the franchise not just the movies the video games everything like that but I don't love, I don't think I love any of the movies. Like, they're, they're, I like some. Oh, the first one. I love the first one. Yeah. Well, like, what we, we talked about, like, last week and then kind of, like, right now with how this one was more accurate. That was just one of my big things. And I, I, I don't know. It was, it was cool. It had some awesome scenes, you know, like the, the laser cube cutter thing. And I've never, again, yeah, I've never watched or played the video game. So for me, Resident Evil is, like, a very top-notch zombie movie in my opinion yeah no i mean like you they're clearly doing something right if they've made i think seven in that franchise you know it doesn't it it really doesn't matter like if the movie's good or bad if it makes money they'll you know they'll keep going right so so good for them on that though 
Uh, but okay, so we both give uh, <laughs> Welcome to Raccoon City a D plus. Watch at your own risk. Um, and it's not even one of those movies that like you watch it, and you're like laughing how dumb it is. Like it's just like, uh. <laughs> it, yeah, it just it had potential, but like yeah, it just. Yeah. And I just, I don't, but you know what, real quick, I guess there is uh, a Resident Evil series coming to Netflix that is supposed to actually, I forgot who's, I think James Wan might be a part of it, to be honest with you, but I I might have also misheard. That'll but. be good. I mean, I feel like Netflix originals, in my opinion, are pretty fucking good. I, yeah, and they, Hulu, they are. Hulu and Netflix are pretty much, for the most part, doing it very well. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, they'll they'll put money behind those. I don't think there was a, a ton of money in this movie here. I mean, like that's why, like I said, you've got a lot of B-rate actors yeah. and like has-beens and. Yeah, um, I mean, I even enjoyed again like the Texas Chainsaw they did on Netflix. I thought it was fun. So, yeah. Anyway, that was a lot better than this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no, that was that was just a fun movie. That was good. So, should we get into the the actual movie we're here to speak about? Yes. We are here. A very, very good movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. <laughs> that was my That was time. good. That was not good. Thank you, though. You're such a good brother. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight was directed by Ernest Dickerson and was released January 13th, 1995. Here is your cast. Billy Zane as the collector. William Sadler as Frank Breaker. Jada Pinkett as Jerry, 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 Lynn? Jerry, Jerry, Thomas Hayden Church as Roach, CCH Pounder as Irene. Real quick, I got to stop on that one, Heather. I, I don't know if you remember it, but since I watched Happy Endings more recently, there was a part where Penny walked in on like Max doing something and she's like, what the CCH Pounder are you doing? <laughs> Which, yeah. Okay. Um, John Kassir as the voice of the Crypt Keeper, Brenda Back. Back, Baki as Cordelia, Dick Miller as Uncle Willie, Gary Farmer as Deputy Bob, Ryan O'Donohue as Danny, Charles Fleischer as Wally. We have a Willie and a Wally in this. Mm. Uh, John <laughs> Shuck as Sheriff Tupper and Sherry Rose as Wanda. I don't know who Wanda is. Uh, maybe I should have just taken her off of here. But anyway. I think Wanda was, wasn't that Danny's mom? Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Okay, here is your, uh, your quick plot, uh, courtesy of Google. Again, spoilers ahead. Ex-soldier Frank Breaker is the guardian of an ancient key that can unlock tremendous evil. The sinister but charming collector is a demon who wants the key so he can initiate the apocalypse. On the run from wicked mercenaries for almost 90 years, Breaker finally stops in at a boarding house in New Mexico, where with the help of its quirky residents, he plans to face off against the collector and his band of ghouls, preventing them from ever seizing the key. I like that they're called ghouls. <laughs> Ghouls is like, yeah, it's an easy one because it's so universal. So, um, okay. So we open with uh, the the classic. First of all, Go ahead. the opening scene of the tales from the crypt with the crypt keeper is amazing. Yeah. So that, that's what I was going to say. We actually, I, uh, yeah, we, we open up with the classic tales from the crypt. If you're not mm -hmm. familiar with tales from the crypt, by the way, it is uh, an HBO series that uh, they did reboot it. I think recently, but I think it's done again. But it was just a, a yeah half hour episode, just a different horror story every week, and it's so good. It is. It's a, it's a really great uh, show. I have all ten seasons on DVD. If any of my friends want to borrow them, nice. Uh, I don't have any of them, by the way, but uh, I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> that was uh, so. Anyway, yeah, I just I like how the movie starts off. The movie opens up like an episode. What I like that they did that that they didn't like kind of um, yes yeah. 
So um, we start off and we're like, we're already in the movie and there's a woman on the phone talking about how she just killed a man with an axe. She's naked and it's great because it's um, our first nudity, I believe, on this show, not involving old people, which was hereditary. <laughs> um, and she's got some nice boobies, so... Okay, they're so fake. Anyone who can pay for them is going to have nice titties. Oh, I know, but still, it's like back in the, dude, in the 90s when you saw, when you were my age and you saw boobs like that, you were like, oh my God. So, um, oh yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, where are we at? Okay, so. So she's in the bathtub. Yeah, she's on the phone in the bathtub, obviously naked. Mm. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, the, she's like, oh yeah, he's in a tub of acid, like whatever, disintegrating. She's, it's her husband, I believe. Yeah. And she's like, we're going to get all his money. And yeah, he just, uh, like, like wakes up and then it's so cool. Cause he's walking up the stairs and like his fingers are on the stair railing, but like they get stuck and like half of them just fall off. It's awesome. Yeah. Cause they're, they're, he's like slime almost. Yeah. Cause his body's like corroding. Um, yes. So yeah, he he comes up the stairs and he's uh, he's about to uh, kill the woman, and then all of a sudden we hear cut, and it is the crypt keeper. <laughs> so we're just like, okay. And you should have known, like coming in, like if you thought this was the intro to the movie, it's like, man, this movie would have really sucked, like because it's like purposely <laughs> over the top, like bad acting, you know. So it's yeah. like it's funny within the movie. So is this, and you you would probably be a, a better. Um, have better info on this is this the first time we saw the crypt keeper walk uh, oh good question i remember when the movie came out i thought i remembered it being kind yeah. of like people were like oh cool like you know because he's usually just sitting I down think so well yeah because usually it's just like oh hello kitties this is a tale of da 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 and he's usually yeah just hanging out somewhere and there's always really hot girls around him but yeah this intro is definitely longer because it was like <laughs> That's my, just there's always hot girls around him. I like that. Oh, totally. But yeah, he calls cut and then it's like, uh, he goes to the movie premiere and yeah, they're like, <laughs> he walks up and there's like a, a noose or not a noose. I'm sorry. Uh, guillotine. Well, no, no, that's at the, that's at the very end of the movie. Oh shit. Yeah. You're right you didn't that. watch okay, this anyways. recently, did you? Oh, I watched it last night. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, but I, but I was sleeping. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. So that, that's at the end of the movie. So here, um, we just have him, um, yeah, he just, he, intru- he introduces us to the movie. It's like, Demon Knight, which is a cool uh, yes. double entendre there, because obviously it's a uh, knight with demons, but this is and spelled with K-N. a K, and apparently, like, William Sadler's character, like, those people are called Demon Knights, which I never heard that, but you hear it at the end of the movie, uh, Billy Zane does call her, he's like, oh, you're a Demon Knight, or whatever. Yeah. So we start off, we see a man driving down a desolate, dark highway in the desert, and he is being followed by someone, uh, while the classic, that's why I say, hey, man, nice shot. Okay, first of all, you know when he was like, the part where it's like, hey, baby? (laughs) I did not know it was, hey, baby. I thought it was, hey, man. Like, we had the subtitles on, and I was like, well, that's that's got to be wrong because the song is called "Hey Man, Nice Shot." Okay, yeah, because it was like "Hey Baby." He maybe like, says "Baby" at, like "Hey Baby" at some point, but the song it's yeah, he's saying "Hey Man, Nice Shot." But anyway, um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. So it's a really cool intro. Yeah, he, they're like having a car chase, and Billy Zane's character the whole time is just like smiling, like no cares in the world, and the other dude's like panicking, obviously. Yeah. And. Um, Okay, so you see uh, the, the guy who's being chased, his gas starts to run out, so he just he pulls out you know, his shotgun and he just starts shooting at the pursuing car. Um, and then he, uh, he, he's like kind of turned, 
and the other car is coming right at him, so he's able to jump out of the car right before they collide and explode. And then we see he looks down at his hand, and there's like he has a weird like star, like seven star tattoos on his palm. Three of them light up, and you're just like, okay, like. It, and they move. Yeah, they like they kind of like rotate. So, um, also just one more time. That's why I say, "Hey man, nice shot." <laughs> okay, all right, so. Um, <laughs> Oh my god, half the podcast is gonna be you. Yeah, I just did the whole song. I wish I would miss you. <laughs> I would hang up on you. So um the next time so then we see uh, uh the guy's name uh, he is Breaker, by the way, and this is played by William Sadler. We see him, he comes up to like a small uh like a, a bar kind of like deli thing, probably where Feast was going on at the same time. And <laughs> he legit. tries breaking into a car, but then there's like a little kid out there who his name is Danny, and he's just like, What are you doing? You know, and he's like, hey, oh, Mister. yeah, he's like trying to play it off. He's like, oh, it's just making sure the lock worked. And the kid's just like, dad, and starts screaming for him. Well, I know he's like, do you want a dime? You want a shiny dime? Yeah, or a and quarter like, or something. Yeah, it's or like whatever. really yeah, like, Yeah, and Ugh. Chris and I were just like, this kid's like 13. Like, it would have been better if he's like, do you want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> It was like real fucked up. Kind of a movie. Um, so anyway, yeah. So he gets he gets chased away after like a couple of people from the bar run out, and then um, he meets who, who at first you think Willie. the guys you you yeah you think he's like homeless or something, but it just turns out he's kind of like the town drunk. So maybe he is mm-hmm. homeless. I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah. So you meet uh, and he's called Uncle Willie. All right. So we go back to the uh, the site of the car crash, and there's two cops there. Uh, we see that the man who was in pursuit, this is called the collector. He is played by Billy Zane. And he just basically comes walking out of the fire. But like, like the cops mm-hmm. don't see, or actually he comes from like around it. Like maybe because he wouldn't walk right through it to these police officers. Right. They know right away something was fucked up. So he's completely unscathed. So you're just like, okay, this guy's supernatural or something. I know he's like airbags. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he basically, he just tells the cops, he's like, hey, we got to find this this. The guy that I was chasing, he has something of mine. He's really dangerous. And, like, he plays it up throughout the movie, like, uh, before the, all the good stuff starts. You're, he, we really don't know, actually, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. So it's like, okay, kind of, if you haven't seen trailers. <laughs> so, okay, so now we cut back to uh, Breaker, who it shows his hand, and uh, the, uh, the seven stars again. I don't know. They keep showing this. Uh, so, uh <laughs> So Uncle Willie takes him to, uh, I don't know, they say, they keep saying motel, but isn't it a hotel? Uh, no, because it's, I don't know, it's like a live-in, like a, like an extended stay motel. Well, I mean, like, because motels, though, the doors are always accessible from the outside. Oh my god, who cares? It used to be a church, and it's like in the middle all of right. fucking nowhere. <laughs> all right, all right, I, I'm gonna call it a hotel, I don't care what That's these fine, assholes man. say. That's fine, you could call it okay. the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. <laughs> Sorry. If your friends start acting. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so then uh, this is where we start meeting some of the rest of the cast. We meet Irene, who mm-hmm. is, I think, the owner yeah, of this she's place. Awesome. She's working the f- Yeah, she is awesome. Actually, this this is a fun cast. Like it is. This movie, and I'll just say it now, this movie is so reminiscent of Feast. Or I should say Feast yeah. the other way. Yeah. Just I, with the yeah. with the quirky characters and like mm-hmm. how just over the top the violent. But anyway. It takes place in like one one thing it takes place all in like that building yeah it's like one location uh-huh. so it's pretty cool uh then we meet geraldine uh who's like the handy woman played by jada pinkett smith and, and cordelia yeah actually i shouldn't say jada pinkett smith because they weren't married at this time so i'll just jada no. pinkett okay and they're not married anymore anyway so um hey yeah they are you, aren't they 
No, I thought she cheated on him, and that's what Chris she Rock... She did, but they're still together. Oh, okay. No, he says he made a comment about her looking like G.I. Jane, Oh, too. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Anyways. Did we talk about yeah. Will Smith recently? Kidding. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Irene, she just asked Geraldine. She's like, all right, go show him his room. Take him up to room five. So um, now we're back downstairs and we meet Wally, who is a fired postal worker. And we also meet Cordelia, who's like the local prostitute, I guess. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a really funny scene here where Cordelia is asking Geraldine, or, or, well, she's asking someone about her sheets that are supposed to be washed. And I believe it's Geraldine. She says, yeah. well, I can't get all the stains out. And you're just like, Ugh. but then she's just like, damn guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, I was not expecting that. It was really fucking funny because it's not her trying to be funny. Like she's literally like to herself. Yeah. She's like, damn guacamole. <laughs> It was very yeah, funny. so that that was actually really really funny. Um, okay, so now uh, the collector is in police custody. He's driving with them, and they're just there. There's a, I have to say too because like I have a lot of notes on this movie because the scenes keep jumping back and forth. Like it'll go to one scene for 15 seconds and then cut back to another one. And so that's kind of what this is. It just shows him he's with them. You know, they're in the car. And then uh, another really funny part that we cut back to the hotel and uh, Geraldine. She's like kind of like seductively laying on the table and Irene comes by and she's like, get that pussy off the table. And she jumps <laughs> off immediately, but there's also a cat on the table. And she's like, I meant the cat. Cleo. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Cleo. Cleo. Oh, her name. Sorry. Cleo. Yeah. Cleo is, um, uh, Geraldine's, Geraldine's cat. Geraldine's cat. Well, and yeah. Okay. Wait. So yeah. Uh, Irene says, I thought I told you to put that cat outside. And she's like, I did. I don't know how she got back in. And that yes. you'll find out later is kind of like important. Yeah, that's a good, it, it is at the time it's a throwaway line, mm -hmm. but it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. So we'll go back to that. Uh, so we, we find out that Geraldine is on work release and um, it's like in the beginning, it's a little annoying because like Irene just won't fucking like let up. I know, yeah. Like everything. She... And I told you to do, and I told, you know, it's like, you know, you just feel bad for Geraldine, mm -hmm. even though like Jada Pinkett at this time was like so sassy about everything like she's like she's just like her her comments and like she's got that scowl all the time because she's like supposed to be a criminal right you know? yeah for stealing uh, yeah okay all right so then uh suddenly a car arrives and in walks cool guy roach who uh we saw him in the beginning when uh breaker was trying to break into the car because he's a breaker into her um oh, god he uh he was one of the people that came out and what were we supposed to think at that point that he was danny's dad i thought so yeah he was, yeah he was the first one that ran out you know when, yeah. when the kid called dad and they kind of resemble each other with the long hair and everything yeah. um so anyway uh it's this the, this is uh roach played by thomas hayden church and he comes in and he's pretty much he's like banging cordelia like she's you know so he's just in to see her mm -hmm. and he tells everyone that someone was trying to break into the car at the deli. Right. So this gets, you know, Irene kind of overhear, or, well, well, she hears it because he's telling right. her. Right, and Breaker's sitting there, like, <laughs> eating food with uh, Willie and Cordelia and stuff, yeah. And he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, you know, he's doing the kind, yeah, the suspicious face, like, oh, fuck, trying to play cool. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not me. But Irene knows it was him because he's just this mysterious guy. So it's like, so she ends up, uh, yeah, she ends up calling like the police station and then they get over to the, the cops that are in uh, that are driving with the collector. So they're like, all right, uh, we'll we'll go over and we'll find this dude. So they head over to that hotel 
And when they arrive, you know, they walk in, the three of them, he immediately, he just grabs Geraldine and he's got a butterfly knife. So he's, he's got it to her throat. And um, it's kind of funny, actually. Like, Billy Zane, I'll just have to say it now, he is so fucking funny oh, yeah. and charming. Oh, yeah. Like, he is great. He is so good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he is. Um, so he's just, just so many of his little, like, comments. Like, at this point, he's like, he's not going to kill her. No, You know, and the yeah. cops are like, drop the line! Everyone's, like, freaking out and everything. And he's just like, <laughs> he's, like he's like, see? And then, um, sure enough, he lets her go. And I think he's like, told you. Or, or something <laughs> like that, you know? So um, we find out that the collector is looking for some kind of a key mm-hmm. that Breaker supposedly has. Right. So uh, one, of the, the, one of the cops goes up to Breaker's room to look for um, the... He's looking for the, the key, like I said. And he happens to pass by uh, Cordelia's room, who is uh, her and Roach are banging it out. And what is like? Do you remember what he says when he kicks the door open? What uh, what Roach says? Uh, I mean, doesn't he say like, oh, "My nipples are smoking"? Yeah, yeah. But he's just like, turn it up. Yeah, because she they're doing some weird like nipple shit. And she's got like clamps on yeah. them. But then when they get distracted, she turns around and I think like the ampage goes up or something. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, take them off. My nipples are smoking. <laughs> yeah. So then the cop, you know, he makes, he tells him to get dressed and makes him come down. But this is uh, actually, he watches for like a couple seconds. Yeah. He's kind of a, a skeevy guy. And then he like kicks the door open and does like the both hands on his pistol, like freeze. Yeah. You know? So super over the top for like what you can tell in most movies are like the, 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 the police officers who like have no confidence yeah you know he's just like jumping in ready to shoot whoever so uh downstairs they they find out that breaker is uh, a fake identity because uh he i forgot what it is they know that that's not actually his name right well they yeah they look at his id after they cuff him or they find out that breaker is yeah and what's like his her name um, yeah, yeah irene's like lying son of a bitch she said his name was smith it's like man you got really upset about that <laughs> like you've known this guy for years and like he just like you know, right yeah yeah <laughs> She's like lying, son of a bitch. But anyway, uh, so they're uh, they're like they 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 cough him and they're about to take him to jail. And uh, the collector though he he asks him and he's the cops. He's like, wait a minute. He's like, I never got my thing, my my uh, key back, my relic. So can we can we do that? So you know they're all like, all right, well let's let's find this thing. And Willie ends up finding it. Well, no, he's like I he's like I didn't notice at the time, but he's like yeah, I right. watched him do it. And you know Breaker's like, no, Willie, don't do it, don't do it. And yeah, clearly Willie doesn't know that this is like going to go completely fucking terrible. So yeah, it's under the table, like where he's eating and Willie pulls it out and gives it to the collector. Well, the collector's like, can you put it in the case for me? And you're kind of wondering why he can't just touch it himself, but you'll find that out later. Um, But yeah, so Willie puts it in the case. He closes the case, da, 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 da. And then they're all like leaving and aren't the cops kind of like they take the case from him and they're like, no, you're still we have a lot of questions for you. Well, he yeah, because he thought he was just going to be like scot free, like, hey, right. give me the key. I'm out of here. But they're like, oh. no, 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 you're coming with us. No, no, too. no Yeah, because he know? gets a he gets a message saying the other car was stolen as well. So now he's like, yeah, we've got some questions for you because your start your car was stolen as well. And so, yeah. So the collector, you know, he's he's being walked out. And then <laughs> turns around and literally punches his hand right through the fucking cop's face. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah, but doesn't he say something like, he's like, oh, well, why don't we just let the fun begin now? Or why wait for... Yeah, I think, why I wait think to he find does, out? yeah. Yeah, because they're like, we want to find out who you are. And he's like, well, why wait? And then, yeah, he literally turns around. There you go. Yeah, he's like, he's... Yep. Punches the... the I'm assuming the sheriff, maybe right it is the sheriff, literally yeah. right through his head like his fist it's goes like through, through his mouth back. yeah yeah 
and it's awesome because he's like get your he's like get this fucking thing off my hand because it like won't come off well it's hilarious because there's like melee and like chaos going on in the background and you <laughs> yeah. just are actually everyone's like screaming you see him in the background like <laughs> like trying to shake it off his hand like yeah you know like because it's just like wedged on there um so sure enough though he, he turns to the other cop and he's like heads up and like whips it at him <laughs> you know yeah it's like an awesome uh an awesome arnold schwarzenegger one-liner so it's really good but then yeah break breakers like give me the keys uncuff me uncuff me so yeah he ends up grabbing the keys off of the other cop's belt uncuffs himself and then go ahead brian but then he, uh, yeah, he grabs the key uh, for, uh, out of the, I forgot where, where it is, but he gets back in possession of it. It was just he, on the floor. Yeah, the, the case fell on the floor. Okay, yeah, it fell over in like the, in the chaos. So uh, Breaker picks it up and he puts it right to the collector's face, which like, which just burns his face. So this is almost like cross for a, a cross for right. a vampire, you know, like if it touches him, it burns him. So then um, the collector jumps out the window and he does... What I, one of the funniest parts in the movie for me, he does this hilarious yeah. cowboy impression <laughs> where he's basically, he jumps out and he's just like, oh, because he was dressed as a cowboy at first. And he's like, I'm tired of this shit. And he starts like kind of taking the hat off. He's, he's like, like, this whole dunk motherfucking cowboy shit. He's like, you fucking hold up, hold up, motherfuckers. All you have to do is give me the goddamn key. <laughs> it's so good because I just love the, you fucking hold up, hold up, motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what I, that's a part I always remember. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in a yeah, long time. Yeah, he was just like a so. Texas Ranger almost. Yeah. So then he starts, um, he, that's another time where he's just like, all right. He's like, you, you know, you, I don't want to have to do this. So he cuts into his hands and he just starts like, he's got this green blood and he just starts kind of like with his hands, like almost just throwing it onto Mm -hmm. the, to the, the desert sand or whatever. And, um, so like an army of demons come up and they're kind of cool looking. They, they're kind of like punk rock demons. Like some of them have like nose rings and shit. It's just like, I know they have earrings and shit and like yeah. ponytails, but I love this. scene where like two of them are coming out and he kneels down and he like kisses one on the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like my, my kids. Um, but yeah. yeah, these things, they kind of actually resemble the crypt keeper a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of remind me of like him mixed with. Uh, almost like the goblins and orcs from the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, um, I mean they're they're really cool looking. They are, and then they have like they almost have like haunches, like their back legs, like yeah, do, or their feet, like or like hooves. Yeah, That's what like I centaurs or whatever. Yeah, so pretty cool design. And they've got really long nails. Yeah, and like long hair, and they're just really like yeah, they they're really slimy and ugly, and they're cool though. Uh, okay, so then uh, they start to attack. These things just start kind of like coming at the house. Uh, but Breaker, what is it? Well, he, he does something with the relic that can like keep them out. What does he do? Uh, so he pours like a drop of whatever's inside of it on the floor around any entryway or window and it like immediately seals it. And then these things can no longer get in. Yeah, it does this cool thing. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's a cool effect because, yeah, it's like a little drop mm-hmm. and then it's like, yeah, a red like the line comes out and it like completely goes around like the, you know, the rectangular shape of the door. And then you see like a boom, like almost like a Ripley, like a wall just went up. And so it looks like a big giant bubble almost. Yeah. So the, the demons they can come up and they they just basically get like zapped if they touch it. So they know not to go through. Uh, We'll find out later what happens when they do go completely through it. But, um, Okay, so uh, da, 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 da. all right. So apparently, the only way to kill these demons is by shooting out their eyes, which is actually very inconvenient, though, because whenever you do that, these like green lasers shoot out of their eyes, and like you mm-hmm. have to be out of the way. So it's like, how do you? Sh- it's I don't know. I mean, like 
This actually, it kind of reminds me of aliens. Like, you can kill them, but they have acid blood. So it's like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're kind of damned yeah. if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, but yeah, obviously, if you're out of the way of these green lasers, they won't get you. But if you're like right, right. now, yeah. So anyway. Uh, well, in this whole scene, too, like everyone's panicking and trying to like get out and escape like through any entryway that they can. And that's when Roach is like, come on, Cordelia, let's get the fuck out of here. We can get to my car before they like catch us. And so, of course, Roach and Cordelia go out and there's one of the little demon thingies and Roach fucking pushes Cordelia in front of himself because mm-hmm. he's a piece of shit. So Cordelia's getting attacked and then that's when Willie runs out. Wally. Wally, my bad. Yeah. And uh yeah. And um uh Breaker, I think Breaker comes out and ends up shooting the one in the eye. And then it yeah, the ra- the neon rays like shoot Wally right in his chest and he blows back and like knocks into the side of the, mm-hmm. the hotel. But yeah, they're able to get him back in and then Breaker seals the door with the blood. Yeah. Uh so Wally is still alive though. He just got kind of knocked out. Um, right but we don't know yet like he doesn't wake up right away so you're kind of like oh shit did it kill him or like what and then yeah he wakes up so you know that like it probably can kill you if you get if you hit the wall hard enough but yeah in this case it just knocked him out yeah i mean like yeah circum like the lasers themselves it appears that they won't kill you but yes they can the power they have behind them could easily yeah put you put you through a wall or something like that but yeah yeah um all right so then it's it's like after this this attack is done it's like it's more kind of slowed down a little bit and you get like more of uh like roach he starts becoming like your traditional just like cocksucker like he's just an asshole you know it's always like he is yeah he turns into you know he turns into like one of the hey man all they want is you why don't we just give them what they want you know one of those kind of things and he's like trying to offer a breaker and it's like no one else really like everyone else is kind of just like oh we'll we'll do whatever like no one really is like yeah yeah we should do it too it seems like they'll just kind of I don't know. Um, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, because he keeps saying this. And usually in movies, you'll get like a, an army of people or like a small group that like is like, yeah, we got to give them back, give them what they want. But here it's just the one guy. And it. Yeah. Right. OK. Uh, so this uh, I, I like you hear Jerry and all this. It's like my cat's outside. I got to get my cat. And it's just like when you hear that, you're like, fucking who cares at this point? I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? I would totally go out and get my cat. Yeah, like, I you know. Would... I know. I hit a soft spot, my bad. You would leave Lucy outside, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, but you know what, though? Cats are a lot more resourceful, and they're a lot smarter than dogs, and I just feel like a cat would just be like, fuck this. Hell no, but I would still totally want my cat. No, I get you, yeah, but it's just, it seems funny out of nowhere. It's like, I gotta get my cat. It's like, But I, got, I think this is actually what brings them down to, to find how the, the cat was getting in and out. Um, yes. But anyway, we'll, we haven't gotten to that yet. So Breaker goes upstairs and he starts sealing all the windows with the relic, you know, again, just pouring a little blood onto like the windowsills and stuff and it seals everything. So um, he is uh, all of a sudden he has like a weird like flashback where he's just, like because it's, it's uh, storming outside and there's like a lightning thing. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he has a vision of like biblical times, basically. Right. Uh, where there's three crosses and there's a man with like long hair that's got this little relic thing, but there's also one of these demons that's like trying to get it from him, and the blood starts dripping from um you know the uh, the stigmata the the guy on the cross and it like when it touches the the demon it like burns it so this this stuff kind of starts coming in and out from here on out which is kind of confusing but anyway um so then he he kind of snaps back to life and it was just a weird um which we'll figure out later so 
anyway, so uh, all the doors are now sealed, and um, it just they kind of it shows them getting rid of the cop who got his head punched through, which we kind of <laughs> forgot about for a second. So they they end up uh, they just throw him in like one of the bathtubs upstairs or something like that. Um, okay, so yeah, the the cat does come back in. They find it, and uh, they spend a lot of time actually on this scene with them just chasing the cat around for Breaker to just test it, and it's like okay, he's fine or she's fine. Well, yeah, because Breaker is being really weird about it. Like, he doesn't just say, like, hey, cats can also get turned. Like, we just have to make sure I'm not going to hurt your cat. But instead, he's like, give me your cat. Like, I would have been like, what the fuck? Leave my cat alone. Yeah, no, I just, like, I understand. I totally get it. Like, he, you know, he puts the little relic to the cat's head, and it looks kind of silly, but he's like, hey, I'm just just being well, safe. Well, you, you kind of skip the fact that the cat just, like, literally jumps out of nowhere, and she's like, oh, my God, Cleo, you got in again. Or, you know what I mean? Like, clearly there's a reason why Cleo keeps getting in. So, like, that's, so she's holding Cleo. He tries to get Cleo. Then Cleo jumps out of her arms again, and so they all follow Cleo down into the basement. And then that's when they find that there's, like, an underground tunnel. And so... They're like, well, we should just escape through here. Like, by the time they realize we're gone, like, we'll be in, into town and, like, free and clear. And, you know, Breaker's like, no, like, that's not safe. We don't really know. Like, they could be down there already. Like, who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. And so that's when Roach, like, starts to become, you know, like, oh, let's go, everybody. Like, da-da-da-da. Yeah, he starts almost, like, enlisting people. Like, he goes to Wally first, you know, and he's right. like, hey, man. But then he's like, they do kind of all start, like, agreeing with him. Yeah. And so this is another scene where, uh, what's his name? Oh, Roach. Roach is like hitting it with a sledgehammer. And then again, there's like a flashback because the pounding on the, the wood panels like makes Breaker think of when they pounded like the nails into the guy's hand or the, on the cross. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it was? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it starts making it. He, it's almost like he's like, it's triggering him. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we see, uh, we see Cordelia. She's upstairs crying because, you know, she's, uh, actually, I think Roach just like backhanded her. Um, <laughs> and so we hear a voice and it's the collector. So it's like, so this is actually like one of the first times where you're like, wait a minute. So like, what kind of powers does he have? Which right. <laughs> again, with like the leprechaun thing, you're like, okay, it's a little bit unclear. So he is like hypnotizing her basically. And he's like being like, really like, like, you know, Billy Zane's got just like a lovely voice as it is. So he's <laughs> like kind of, yeah, he's like projecting his voice and she like looks out the window and he's standing there looking up at her, but his mouth isn't moving. So, you know, he's clearly like mind, like he's like, mind manipulation right. i guess i don't know so yeah. he's he's talking to her in her head and then um wally comes up and um he's just like hey you know how are you doing and they start making out and then we will come back to that um so yeah downstairs we're in the basement and the others find out that's what heather was talking about where they find that they might have an escape and uh we hear screaming upstairs we go back and cordelia is now a demon on top of wally ripping him apart dude yeah she's like so cool her like entire face is just like morphed into this disgusting like sloppy monster <laughs> yeah <laughs> sloppy it's pretty cool it is it, it actually yeah, it looks awesome and i mean she's like she's not like tearing like parts of him off but she's just like clawing into him you know like literally just like fucking him up yeah and so she had, so then she chucks him over at breaker and she pounces on irene who was trying to help but then she gets like her arm torn off. And well, Irene, yeah, Irene tries to, like, touch her with the key. That's right. Yeah, she's trying to, like, uh, burn her, whatever, and she gets her arm at, at the elbow, right? Yeah, like, she literally slams her, like, her wrist 
against like the corner of the door like the crown molding and it just like completely tears her arm off like at the elbow it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah it is cool yeah uh, it's kind of like fuck wasn't expecting that yeah. um so then breaker uh kills her i forgot how uh he shoots her in the eye like he's she's okay. running away like to jump out the window i think oh he shoots her through the back of the head right, right with like a shotgun so it's like yeah. her whole entire head just like blows up it's yeah, it's a pretty big mess. Okay, so we have, um, basically, we we just have, like, another confrontation again with Roach and Breaker. He's like, oh, I want to fucking go. And it's kind of like, at this point, it's like, dude, let him fucking go. Like, humans can walk through these barriers. It's right. like, dude, go right I out agree. the front fucking door. Go. Like, I don't, you know. No, I agree. Yeah, it's like, why even, tr I mean, but that's his job is to protect people. But yeah, Roach is a fucking shithead yeah um okay so then uh so we go back breaker has another one of these memories and this is uh yeah they, they say later that it wasn't jesus's blood i guess so i don't know who these people are on the cross cross is but uh yeah that's when we start seeing the um the blood filling up the thing and that's kind of cutting in with roach smashing through the basement wall like how they're said and it's like making him think of like the hammer nails you know in the cross well no because first they go through the tunnels and then that's when Geraldine finds uh, Danny, the little boy. And she's like, what are you doing down here? What's going on? And then all of a sudden his parents pop up and they've been possessed as well. Yeah. So we find out that those are his parents. So she's like, everybody, we got to go back. We got to go back. Like there's demons down here. So they all go back through into, you know, the house. And it's before they went in, Breaker sealed yeah. it. So like as they're coming back, everybody's going through the seal and uh, like, the demons stop and they can't come through. And then that's when fucking what's his name? Roach. Uh, Roach. He's like, ah, oh, fuck you guys. And he shoots it. And Breaker's like, no, you broke the seal. So that's the weird thing. So bullets can, that's, it's like, oh, that seems a little like generic. I, mean, I guess. But, but okay, whatever. No, but yeah, I, I guess mean, you I need guess. the, you need the tension. So uh, go on though. But then they, yeah, they all run upstairs and Breaker like puts blood on the like top of the staircase. So like they can't come up to the top top. Mm -hmm. And then that's when uh, Irene is like, you need to tell us what the fuck is going on. Like, tell us everything. And he's like, all right, if you guys want to know, here we go. And then that's when he tells him the story of, like, the crosses and the blood. And, yeah, so, and the cop's like, so you're how old? <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he says, uh, what's got, yeah, he was, uh, real quick, like, Breaker. So we find out that he is a, a veteran. He was in, like, World War something, or probably even something even in earlier France. than that. Yeah, uh, because they say... Um, his dying captain is the one that gave him the relic. So you kind of find out that this is almost passed on, but it's like... So it's anybody who's a demon knight, you have to collect their blood yeah. because their blood is like pure or sacred. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like that's how you transfer it. It's just like if I was giving it to Heather, I would have to put some of my blood in it and then give it to her. Right. And then she uses mine from there. And then you have to touch their hand. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then they, they they put the hands on the relic together and it like seals the bond. Also, you see like everything that has happened and all the like how it started. Well, yeah, you see like the the um, his his uh, sorry, his captain. He ha he does this to him, and then you see those seven stars now appear on Breaker's hand, like they transferred. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that's when he explains to everyone that he, in the beginning, the demons had seven of these keys, and uh, until God stepped in and he scattered the keys, like, all over the world, they were able to find six of them, and now they just need this last one. And they asked— Which was on Earth. Yeah. And they, they ask him, they're just like, okay, so what happens when he gets the, the last key? And he's like, darkness. Like they they take over, you know, and that's when yeah. everyone's kind of like, oh fuck, 
like okay yeah and even gerald or uh irene is like so you're talking like biblical times so yeah yeah it's clearly a very 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 long time and breaker's very old <laughs> well yeah and that, that's what i was gonna say when he's telling the story he tells him he's like then in 1917 that's when he got the thing right so and then i actually I know the sheriff's like so you're yeah old. so he's like 90 years old like mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy and he's you know william sadler probably like in the movie the actor's probably like 40 you know 45 mm -hmm. maybe he yeah. he's always looked a lot older than he actually is <laughs> um i like i like william sadler though he's a good actor yeah okay so uh roach actually apologizes to breaker like they stand up after he tells the story and he's like hey man he's like yeah i'm sorry you're the real hero but of course he just fucking sneaks the, the relic right Steals out of the key right out of his little satchel i guess it is like his little bag yeah and all of a sudden now i uh geraldine comes up and she's like where's danny and you're just like oh great who cares about this fucking kid because um, <laughs> we forgot he was even in the movie but um so that just kind of gives them a reason to split up so uh, Geraldine's looking for Danny, and then she is put in, like, the little trance thing, like Cordelia was. Mm -hmm. So the collector, this one's a little bit different, though. It's not just him, like, talking in her head, which he is still doing that, but he actually comes up now in, like, a physical mm -hmm. form, which is kind of like, what the hell? Like, this is so weird. Like, why didn't he do that for the last girl? But anyway, he's, like, just kind of, like, almost serenading her, not, like, singing, but he's, like telling her about this amazing life she can have and he's like showing yeah. her visions of being a model and everything in paris yeah. and stuff yeah so then there's like this wall and it's like you can see it's like that cool effect where like there's hands on the other side like pushing through the wall and so breaker or uh, not breaker sorry the collector's just like here let me show you something and they pull the 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 picture back and it's breaker like a vision of him being like ripped open like and they're they're like mm -hmm. the, there's like three three of the demons from outside like they're like just they're digging like at his heart basically like they're eating a, him yeah they're but they're like they're pulling from like a hole like in his chest which we'll yeah get back to um so anyway yeah so then uh, he appears behind her this is the collector he's behind Geraldine now and he's like trying to cut a deal with her and he's just again. The way he's talking to her is so just like, oh, my God, I think any woman would be like, do whatever you want right now. <laughs> he's just so good. He's so good. And uh, so anyway, she uh, she fucking spits in his face and he he's like, fuck. All right, we'll try this again later. Uh, yeah. But she's still like hypnotized, though, isn't she? No, no. She like. Or is she just in shock? Because when she walks back, I mean, she yeah. looks like a zombie. Like she's OK. Well, because she was like, what the fuck just happened? I mean, that would be creepy as hell if he could, like, get into your head like that. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, because I, even I was just thinking it's just, like, right after that scene, she's completely normal and just doing No, she, she just, like, walks doing. to another room to check on, like, Danny. I mean, she doesn't want to tell anybody, obviously, yeah. because, I mean, yeah, she doesn't want to scare everybody. I mean, she doesn't know that this happened to uh, Cordelia as well, you know? Yeah. All right, so uh, the crew splits up, and they're, they're looking for Danny still, but then they're also now they can't find Uncle Willie. They're just like, where the hell is this guy? Mm -hmm. So uh, Irene and Officer Bob, who we haven't talked about Officer Bob. He was one of the two. He's just, he's the one that lived. So, <laughs> but yeah, off, they, so they find them up in this attic, which is kind of funny because Irene's like, oh, I forgot this place existed. It's like, isn't this your home or like your, you Yeah, know, but... I mean, if you don't go up there often, but it's funny because yeah, Willie's like drinking, obviously, a bottle of whiskey or something. And Danny's reading a comic book. And yeah, he's like, he he told he made me come up here or something like that. Like, it's funny. Well, what comic book is he reading? Tales from the Crypt. 
boom. <laughs> I love that. It's very, very meta. Yeah. Cool, though. Yeah, it's a nice, it is really like, cool. cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so then Irene and uh, Officer Bob, they end up staying up in the attic, and she sends the other two down, just kind of like, get the fuck out of She's here. She's like, Go. leave the bottle, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. So, oh, this is a really funny part, another one, actually. So we just cut back to uh, Roach and Breaker, and they're just, like, standing, watching a couple of these demons, like, just walking around the, the mm-hmm. downstairs area. So Roach, you know, he's like... <clears throat> like pulls up a loogie and spits on one and all of a sudden it's like and this huge gust of air shoots up and <laughs> and of course hey heather our hcu remember Ernest, uh the troll can do that yeah like yep, blast yep. air at you but it's so fucking well, funny and and the collector that was in uh ghost ship too does he oh wasn't yeah he, you're right yeah. wasn't he the collector yeah yeah oh so yeah good call too this is like a double time oh yeah. my god our hcu is rolling <laughs> so um but yeah it's so good because like the little wind blast it knocks roach back and breaker just looks at him he's like they hate it when you do that and it's like dude yeah, how many times like have you fucking spit on these things <laughs> you know it's just like that specifically they hate it when you do that it's like oh it's, okay. yeah, it's just don't scene. spit on them apparently um Okay, so now Uncle Willie has his vision, like trick from the collector. Oh, man, let me tell you, <laughs> Willie's Willie is in for a treat as we see about 10 topless babes <laughs> oh fawning over him. I was trying to th- get like a lot of alliteration there. It was going to be like, Willie's Willie is really something like, but yeah, so <laughs> it's uh, so now we get like titties galore. It's amazing. There's like 10 topless yeah. babes and like he's in like a, it's like a tiki bar. Yeah. And like the best part is the collector is the bartender. He's like, hey, yeah, like, he's like Tom Cruise drink. almost. But um, yeah. <laughs> what I like too, though, is that when this is going on, like Danny's with him, but then it shows what Danny's actually seeing, and it's him just yes. like standing up against the wall, like ah, uh, like praising himself, and Danny's just behind him, kind of like, what the fuck? Like he doesn't say he's that, like, but he's Uncle like, Uncle Willie, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's it's really funny. So then, uh, so then we cut back to Irene and Bob, who are up in the attic still, and they find Wally's like Wally has like a chest basically filled with guns. And you well, find they find out, like his whole entire mailbag, and basically he did steal the mail. Yeah. And he was reading everybody's letters and like being a creeper. And then yeah, they find out that he was going to do what, Brian? He was literally going to go postal, and he was going to fucking yep. like. Yep. But they do. But the weird thing is though that none of the guns have any ammo. Right, but then Irene pulls up a fucking necklace of grenades. I think there's yeah, there's like six or seven grenades that it's just you yes. know it's basically. Um, well, we'll get back to that. Uh, so then, um, okay, Breaker, he comes into the room and Danny is like hiding, you know, and they're well, just. Yeah, they're like, they're like, Willie, what are you doing? And then Danny pops up from behind a chair and he's like, or no, they're like, they're just like, Willie. Or... Well, you don't see, no, Willie's behind the door. That's right. Yeah, you're right. But either way, yeah, like Danny is hiding behind a chair and he peeks out and he's like, what does he say? He's just like, be quiet or. Yeah, something or... like that. Know. But then Willie just comes out from behind and he's like now fully possessed. Um, he, yeah, he's got the green eyes. Yeah, he looks pretty badass, actually. He does, yeah. But then we cut away, of course. And uh, now we're back with uh, the collector who is now trying this on Irene, his little like mind trick thing. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, the like 
uh, attic door like pops open and he walks up with the platter. Yeah, there's like a platter like fruit, arm. right, or something, or like a yeah, charcuterie her, board or something. Or, yeah, and her arms like on the middle, and he's like, "Ah, you want this back?" Da 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 da. And she like lifts her <laughs> stub up, and he's like, "Is that a yes?" And she's like, "No, that's me flicking you off." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "That's me giving you the finger, asshole." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It is. It's awesome. And then so he's basically just like. All right, like kind of like what he yeah. did with Cor- with uh, Jeremy. He's like, he's like eh, never mind. all right, I'll come back later, maybe. Yeah. So he just like he goes, he fucks off. <laughs> then we cut right back to Willie, who is now holding Breaker by the neck, and Geraldine's back there, and she's got uh, the knife from earlier, and she's like threatening right. him, like put him down, I'm gonna kill you. Da da da. No, she's like, no, she's like, don't make me do this. Like, don't want, I don't want to do this because she doesn't want to kill Willie. Well, yeah, that's what I'm like, saying though. I mean, she's like, she's holding the knife, like I- I'll do it, but I don't want to, you know, like don't make me do this. Da da da. And so he actually, it's cool. He turns around, like we see his face looking at Breaker and it's the demon version, uh-huh. but then he turns to her and it goes back to his normal face. And he's like, oh, come on. He's like, you don't want to hurt Uncle Willie, do you? Like it gets I a little know, like gross, like, so like Uncle Willie, you know? So of course. No, that, I think it's sweet. Cause he's like their old little like grandpa. I don't think he's actually her uncle though, or he's related. No, yeah. I know that, but he's, that's like, he's that kind of a guy. Like he's just the sweet old man, but he's like a drunk. Yeah. I don't, he's like harmless, but yeah, like he's trying to play mind tricks with her because he doesn't want to die, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. It's she, and she's like clearly like upset about like having to kill him. Yeah. But yeah. So he knocks, doesn't he knock her? Well, yeah, he's just, yeah, he knocks her back. And then, um, well, first breaker though, he, this is when he first realizes he doesn't have the relic anymore because Roach stole it. Oh, so he's yeah, yeah, reaching yeah. into his pocket trying to, you know, and then, um, that's actually when, Willie turns around and he like backhands uh, Geraldine and that's when uh, Breaker actually has a second and there's conveniently like a bow and arrow and a machete on the wall that he's like pinned up against so he's like fuck yes he just grabs this machete off and he just cuts off Willie's head and just so you know Heather when I said that I literally did the motion of grabbing a machete off the back wall and swung (laughs) it (laughs) yeah good thing we're not on video so anyway um uh yeah so then Willie's head falls off and it just like rolls to the kid but then you see the eyes like his eyes pop back open because he's not dead because you have to kill these demons by taking their eyes out so right. it's kind of funny, kind of a silly scene, but kind of funny. Like his eyes are watching the body so it can still fight Breaker. Right. And then, you know, so he's yelling to them, take out the eyes, take out the eyes. And the kid throws a rug over his head. So then he just gets all like dumb and he's like, you know, like knocking into shit and everything. Yeah. And then, uh, so then what does Danny do with the head? Danny picks it up and there's like, of course, deer, like a deer antler on like the table. So yeah, he basically just takes the head and puts the eyes right on both of the deer antler horns and boom, no more Uncle Willie. Heather, do you know why there are deer horns? Because this is the HCU and the Lost Boys had deer horns. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like everyone listening is like, you guys are fucking idiots. It's like, stop, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Nuh-uh. This is cool, man. Come on. This is like our trademark. I love it. I do. Okay. Um, we literally came up with this on our own. There was no other reason why. Like, nothing else has done this before. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no one has put shared universes together. It's all us. Okay. No, never. All right. So now we cut over to, we cut over to Roach now cutting a deal with the collector. So he's got mm-hmm. the, you know, he's got the, the thing obviously. And 
he starts kind of walking down the stairs. He's like, hello, like trying to get attention. And then a couple of the demons run up. So he runs back up. But then the, the collector comes up, you know, and he does like his like saunter up the stairs. I know he's like a slow job. It's like, so hey. awesome. He's so good. And then he is really good in this. He's like, hey, man, like I want to, you know, here, here's the thing. And he's like, what do you want? And he's like, I just want to get out of here alive. You know, fuck all these people. I don't care about them. And it's kind of cheesy, but it's cool, too. The collector's like he opens his mouth and a sponge rolls out. Like a oh tongue almost. The best scene. It is. It's and then so he gives funny, them like a little though, like, like to, eyebrow, like, hey. But to me, like just the cheesiness is like, oh, you literally just have to scrub it. Like that's how you I don't know. It just seemed like they're so basically he just yeah. yeah, he just gives them the a sponge and he's like, Hey, if you just scrub that little area right there, I can come up the stairs and we'll be good and everything. So Roach does it and then he puts the relic in the collector's chest. And, and again, you notice throughout the movie, this is like the second or third time he's asked someone to put it in there because he can't touch it. Right. Right, in the little suitcase yeah or briefcase i mean um so then here we go and, and i i was gonna say heather what happens next but this is one of my favorite parts so i have to do it so roach <laughs> is uh he's walking away and actually he says something funny he's just like oh all this end of the world shit Pah, i got hemorrhoids like yeah. like but he's like <laughs> he's so yeah, comparing the two so roach is just like all right man take care he's like viacon diablos or whatever and then the the collector who's like kind of on the stairs looks down to him and he's like and a viacon diablos to you too oh and uh roach and roach stops and he's like i lied and then I they lied. just and then he just gets mauled by like two or three of the, the demons down there yeah but it's just like he doesn't say it's sinister or anything he's just like oh roach um I lied like kind of like uh also there's that yeah so yeah then roach just gets like torn apart and you're like all right good he sucks mm -hmm. okay yeah, he's a dickhead then another amazing scene right after that so roach and the demons are not or not roach sorry uh the collector and the demons are now able to come upstairs because he scrubbed that area yeah and i believe this scene or at least this line was in the trailers because i i remember it really well and the collector's just like, come on, everybody, it's time to play. And he's being, and then all of a sudden he gets hit right in the fucking eyeball with a but with an arrow, and he's just like, or not. <laughs> it's so good. And he spins around. Yeah, like he spins around and you could see like it went through his head completely through like the way that he spins. Yeah. So you can see the arrows coming out on both ends. Yeah. And he's like, oh, or not. Yeah, so I just, the way he <laughs> says it too, it's like, come on, everybody, it's time to play. Kind of like that. But which it's just is, like, he's like, or Which not. is funny though, because it, he sounded like um, the character in Titanic. Oh, yeah. Like he had the British accent. Oh, and I hate him in Titanic. Yeah, he's, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's a jerk. Oh, yeah. Rose's piece of shit boyfriend but yeah i was like oh cringy because it made me just think of him in that so but yeah great scene when he gets hit in the eyeball with this arrow he drops the little suitcase and then he he falls back downstairs like he falls through the railing or whatever so then uh they're the, the so the relic is basically back in the hands of the good guys so right yeah bob's like pick up the suitcase let's go and they're just like continuing to try to shoot some of the demons with uh the bullets and then they run out of bullets all right but first so we see irene who has armed herself with this oh, yes. the, the necklace of grenades she's just got it like yes. uh around her and so yeah th this is kind of like in aliens with uh uh drake yeah. remember that yeah and the with uh ugh, vasquez and um the fucking guy that everyone hates but anyway uh so what do they do so yeah so bob runs out of bullets obviously and uh, they're like, everybody get upstairs, get upstairs. And Breaker's like trying to convince Irene, like just come. And she's like, no, this is my house. I'm take whatever. Like I'm going down with the ship basically. And yeah, Bob and her just hold hands. And all of a sudden she just takes like the bar 
with the grenades and like rips that motherfucker off and everything blows up the top of the attic door like kind of bounces and you can tell like there was just an explosion but the an explosion that would have done a lot more damage than that. yes that's yeah. why i like seeing it it's just like dude it would have blown a huge because grenades a grenade can obviously do a lot of right. damage but it's not like like a like a dynamite stick or anything like that but right yeah or, or i don't know maybe it is but yeah she had like seven grenades and they all went off together and it was just like oh okay like they were on the top floor they should that house should have like caved in i mean whatever but, um, yeah for the purposes of the movie it was very cool <laughs> yeah but you know another thing sorry just a, a small gripe it's like when she blows them up they're being attacked by like two demons i guess it, it's probably <laughs> better than being eaten by them but it's like dude you couldn't wait till there was more of them you know yeah that's true but i guess in that situation it's like dude i don't want to get fucking eaten by these things or whatever right. all right so now we are we're, we're up in the attic and uh danny is looking at a comic book he's looking at another tales from the crypt and we see like a, a really cool scene where he's looking at a picture of a face and then all of a sudden. Well, wait, first, first Breaker's like, oh, I've got enough for one more steal. And Geraldine's like, do the window, which I don't know why the fuck just the window. And so he goes to do it on the window, but then instead he pours it on her hand and she ends up being like, why would you do that? And she wipes some of the blood from her hand and takes it and puts it in the window. And Breaker kind of smirks like, yes, that's what I wanted you to do. And then that's when they show Danny uh, reading the comic book. And then go ahead. Sorry, Bri. Yeah, no problem. Actually, no, it's good that you brought that up because like this is we don't know it yet. But yeah, this is him almost kind of being like, OK, you're next. Like you're going to be the yeah, next demon. Like, she's like, the chosen one, but I want to make sure she's ready. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So we go back to Danny. And like I said, he's looking at this comic book and the eyes actually um, like open. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. It's like a, literally just a comic strip of like closed eyes. It looks like the crypt keeper almost like an old creepy whatever but yeah all of a sudden the eyes and the eyes are real did you yeah. notice that like oh yeah <laughs> like somebody's real eyes which is awesome yeah so that so now the kid is uh he's possessed you know basically he uh he uh actually um i'm sorry the relic is now in geraldine's hands i believe i think um breaker gave it to her but anyway so the kid is now possessed and he attacks Breaker. And it's kind of, this is a cool scene actually where the comic book, the pages are changing and like it's stopping on a page showing what's happening in the movie. Yeah, she's like, Danny, no. And like it shows her as a comic book. And yeah, it shows her screaming and then it like freezes and it got, yeah, so that's actually a really cool, uh, cool thing. Mm -hmm. All right, so then um, this is actually a fucking badass scene where Danny turns and like his whole fucking mouth like opens yeah. up. It's like, oh my God. Uh, well, yeah, he's got this like long tongue and... yeah it was like his face like fucking just like his jaw detached and yeah. it's just now like this creepy fucking giant mouth with like eyes yeah so he um he does uh he fucks up breaker though he like scratches a big hole into his chest and then he's got breaker up against the wall and his tongue is just going mm -hmm. right in and did you notice because I, I actually as i was writing it down it's like oh in that vision that geraldine had they were digging from a hole in his chest yeah so it was like that that so he did basically foreshadow yeah it was like foreshadowing yeah okay yeah, see, I, I, I never remembered that. And then watching now, it's like, oh, that was kind of convenient. But it's like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. But anyway, so um, they do a cool thing where, like, yeah, we were talking with the, the force field things. And um, Geraldine jumps up and hangs on a rafter and kicks him out the window. And he just fucking explodes, like, going through yeah. the, the thing. So it's pretty cool. And then it is cool. So it shows one of his shoes drop. The funny thing I noticed about this is that these are com these are definitely Chuck Taylors, but the converse circle is completely like burnt out. Like there's a red line where you could <laughs> like so they didn't have to put it in there. 
But yeah, you, they show you like a fire line of where that circle would be. So it's like implied. I just, yeah, I love like the shoe drop. Like an, it's a nod to like Pet Cemetery. Yeah. All right. So then uh, Breaker ends up like giving some of, he's given his blood now. Like he's putting it in and it's like pouring out and you know he's fucked. Right. So um, yeah, he's literally got a fucking hole in his chest. He's, he's alive for way too long. <laughs> he gives, yeah. So he's basically like, you are now in charge. Like you're the chosen one. He fills it with his blood and then he puts it in her hand to transfer it. And that's when she sees all the, like the flashes from like everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not ready for this. Like, no, I'm not ready. Da, da, da. And then as soon as breaker dies, all the seals go away. Like yeah, all of so, them just go away. So yeah. So basically anything he did, anything he put right. down. All right. So now, um, yeah, so uh, again, like, Breaker, he's he's dead, and it's, like, a little overdramatic. Huh? She's like, Breaker, Breaker, no, no, like, like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, she is. I mean, I would be so terrified, too, because now she's like, what, I have to do this on my own? But it's still, it's like she's acting like she's known him for years. I think she's more like, don't leave me because I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. So anyway, we go back into the attic where uh, the collector is up there looking for her, and excuse me, she comes out from behind like a, a sheet or something and she's just like in her underwear, like in her panties and her like a cut off top and she's covered in blood though. So you're like, all right, what the hell is going on here? But then when the collector comes up and he he like, he's basically seeing if she wants to switch again, she touches. Well, he's like, you poor thing, you're covered in blood, come here. And then she like puts her hand in his hand and it like burns Yeah, him. so you know that she put, this is the blood from the relic that she just poured on herself, so. Yeah, Breaker's yeah. blood, yeah. Then he's, it's kind of cool. Oh, this is the scene at the end of last week's episode when I talked about, like, she touches his hand and burns him and he's just like, ah, bitch. And then there's, like, a really bad slow motion, like, of him swooping, like, diving back down through the... What? Like, it's amazing. He literally just dives I know, but down. it's so funny. And you can actually hear, like, a... <laughs> you know? But I just love how he's like, ah, bitch you know yeah he's like god damn it (laughs) so then he actually does something really smart and he just like he covers her in a shower curtain and tosses her into the bathtub and just rinses her off but she still has the relic so she stabs it into his eyeball and yeah which is cool right after he's like yeah i like these glasses Yeah, that was good so he's like he's off like just like kind of like flailing around and she takes a drink from there's somehow blood Mm -hmm. left in this thing but um so she takes a little drink of that. And you do notice, though, she doesn't swallow it. Like, you can tell right away she's holding mm-hmm. it in her mouth. Right. So then we hear, uh, oh, uh, so he gets her out of the tub. And he's got her wrapped in the shower curtain. And it is so brutal the way he drags her down the stairs. <laughs> These are yeah. concrete stairs. It's like, it's like six stairs. And he's just dragging the, like, it looks like a body bag almost, like the way they have it. It does, yeah. Yeah, so he just pulls her down the stairs. And then I noticed, too, did you notice how her clothes are all of a sudden miraculously white? Like, the shower took the blood out of her clothes, too? Well, I mean, honestly, I f- unless the blood dries, like maybe it is that easy to get it up. Come on, Heather. No, no, no. That her her clothes were like maroon red, and now okay, I've never been covered in fucking blood. So, so, no so when you when you get blood on a shirt, you just run water under it, and the blood goes away. I mean, I wear. I only wear black. Uh, that's true. That's true. Me too. So you might you might be right. But anyway, this again, it's just me. Like, okay, that that I know, makes yeah, sense. Okay, but anyway, fine. no, we Yeah, it's yes, yes. Okay. No, you're right. It's a little. It should have been like at least a little dirty. Yeah. So um. So he's like now he's he he's like basically got her like her body is kind of he's like puppeting her and they're dancing around. And well, no, he pees on her. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say they start dancing and he gets a boner laser. Um. <laughs> 
where yeah because he's he's actually like really mad because she's not reciprocating like he's like what, what's right. wrong he's Why not you... she's not talking yeah so he gets pissed off and like yeah the lasers like the uh the green ones from the eyes it comes like out of his his dick area and he's just like whoa whoa doggy whoa it's just actually <laughs> pretty funny because it's like he's riding a horse yeah so finally we're just like as the viewer it's just like dude spit it spit it like she she holds on to it for so long and then finally gets a good shot and just right in his face well, it's great, though, because, yeah, he's making her dance with him and stuff, and you could tell that she's starting to get, like, ugh, like sick, and, like, there's a scene where he spins her around, and she, like, almost throws yeah. up, and she's just like, oh, God, I'm gonna fucking hurl this shit out, and then, yeah, finally he stops, and he's just like, you know, I won't, ch-. he's like, I won't make you look as ugly as these things, he's like, you, you know, you can change, but still be with me, and then he's like, Geraldine, I love Yeah, he's you. hard, he can't say I it. Lo- uh- and she's just like, you're kidding me, right? And like, yeah, he's trying to say the word love. And then he's like, do you think you could ever love me? And she, he's like, oh, okay, no. So anyways, then, and yeah, that's when he like pulls her up like puppeteer style. Yeah. Like she comes and... back up the way that the troll and Ernest scared stupid went down when he got hit by the truck. <laughs> like a yeah. pencil just. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, she spits it in his face and he, um, he, he like, there's, it's kind of cool. Actually, some of the deaths in this movie reminded me of the lost boys. Like when the kid got kicked through the window and exploded, it reminded me of just like, okay, cool. And then, yeah, so this, he just fucking like melts. Like he starts, he like melts. It's pretty badass, but then like you see his demon form, like it's, he's this Mm -hmm. big ass winged creature and, um, then he explodes and I'm sorry again with the explosions. Geraldine's two feet away from him, and the house fucking explodes. But she's fine. Yeah, but they show they show her on the ground, and like she was like protected by because her body like because oh, she's a demon. You know knight. nothing about explosions. <laughs> So you know nothing about movies, and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Well, yeah, I mean you have a point, <laughs> but still. All right, she's the demon knight. She's she is the now demon the. Knight. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So then, um, we're pretty much like we're the they made it or she made it through the night. She's the only one who made it through the night. Her and her cat, and she uh, she collects a little more of Breaker's blood with the 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 relic. Uh, she grabs her cat and she jumps on a bus and fucks off. But before she leaves, uh, one thing she does she pours the little blood drop on the door thing for the bus. And they take off, and then what happens? Like, what's the last thing? Uh, the next stop, this dude is like wearing like a black jacket and a black coat, and he looks down and he's like, looks up, and he's like, "Nah, I'll catch the next." Yeah, one. so it's kind of cool. It's like you know, the demon army or whatever already has another guy lined up. It's like, go get it. Yeah. So that was kind of yep. cool. It's just like, oh wow, these things are kind of common, or maybe there's just a lot of demons in uh, this area that are, uh, I don't know. So, um, yeah, so that is the end of the movie. But then we just cut back to the Crypt Keeper. Like, it cut, you know, this is what Heather was talking about at the end. And he tells us that Geraldine lived happily ever after, which is kind of weird to hear that, like, in the story. that you thought he would have been, like, lived happily ever after. And then she was killed violently. But, <laughs> but yeah, but then they show uh, what Heather was talking about. He's on the red carpet at the premiere of the movie, and they basically walk him right up to a guillotine. And... He has to do that. He's I, like, well, I guess I did yeah. one final cut. I did one final cut. <laughs> so his head gets chopped off, <laughs> and the movie's over. So. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it does say that it cuts out with the awesome. Uh, the, oh, did you notice that, too? Actually, the hitchhiker, the, the new demon guy, when he walks away, he's whistling that. The Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tales from the Crypt theme. So, Heather, tell me, yep. what did you like about this movie? Uh, everything. I love this movie so much. 
I mean, the demons look cool as fuck. Like, uh, the collector, Billy Zane's character is amazing. He's so funny and so quirky and, like, so charming. And, like you said, the cast, the cast is just really good. They all played along really well together. And, like, I, yeah, I really don't have any complaints about this movie. It's pretty fucking great. Sweet. What about you? Uh, Billy Zane, absolutely. He is my favorite thing about this movie. Again, he is so charming. He's hilarious. Like, his, his comedic timing is so good. And just his, like, little, like... Uh, or not you know shit like that i mean like it's just yeah, so funny yeah. and then i really I, I mentioned it at the beginning but i love that this was done like the intro and, and the, the outro everything yeah. was done like a tales from the crypt episode like the show yeah because yeah, you 100%. see like for instance like the like beavis and butthead do america like just off the top of my mm-hmm. head that's a different like intro like they made a new one for the movie and i always it's like oh why didn't they just use the you know the beavis and butthead intro but i guess they needed time for like credits and all that stuff but um, so yeah. I thought that was awesome. And then I just, yeah, same thing. The, the, the demons looked awesome. The demons and whenever they changed, whenever everybody, like, that was cool too. Like how their faces just like contorted and their mouths were like humongous and gross. Um, all right. So I'll, we can skip you, I guess. So just, uh, just a couple gripes I had again, just like some of the, the explosion stuff. I was like, eh, it just doesn't make like it was, eh. but anyway, um, some of the lasers looked a little cheesy, you know, like it, it was. Well, it was 1995. I know, but still. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just like I said to Geraldine and Irene in the beginning with them bickering back and forth, it was just kind of like, all right, enough. More so, uh, Irene. Um, what what parts uh, scared you the most or was the most fucked up or you were like, what the? Um, I mean, the, I guess the like thinking about it the first time I saw the movie, probably like the first time you see like Cordelia when she's changed, okay. it's like, oh. Ugh, yeah that is the, that's the first time you see yeah like kind of what yeah like. like i've seen this movie so many times so like it's hard for me to say what but yeah i guess when i saw the movie i would probably have assumed like shit that was that was probably like a like holy shit scene mm-hmm. and then uh for me i would say that uh yeah when danny the little kid when he turns like his face just looks like and the face is like right in her, in a uh, hit breaker's face you're just like jesus like yeah that is cool because like his entire jaw just drops and the guy's his tongue is like um all right so then what was your favorite scene i mean i really (laughs) i really like just like all of billy zane's scenes they're so funny is it heather especially him like as the bartender yep i just wrote down for my favorite scene numerous billy zane uh, zingers like yes everything with it just like go ahead walking up the attic stairs with like her arm like that was great yeah and and again the you fucking hold him hold him mother oh yeah to do is give me the goddamn key <laughs> like, it's he yeah, was he was so amazing good. he was so good and it's yeah yes um okay so uh would you recommend this movie I would I would recommend it as well very fun and um again mm-hmm. if you did see Feast but you didn't see, obviously they're different but they just they're they're similar they're like the tone you know they're just mm-hmm. it's a desolate desert town or area that is just being invaded and it's like essentially like a home invasion almost so um yeah yeah all right so what is your grade a through f for this movie i would say an a all right good praise there i love this movie i do it's so good i'm just i'm gonna give it a solid b it's so much better than bordello of blood just saying i never saw that one never had any oh, desire you should watch to see it. it so no it's it's good you should watch it it's 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 funnier like it's supposed to be it's got uh yeah it's got dennis miller is... yes thank you but no watch it i mean there's a lot of boobs you love well boobs, yeah it's so called bordello of blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, so there's boy. a lot of bloody bloody titties <laughs> um 
Okay, so um, are you watching anything? Uh, no, no. I've been so busy. I haven't. Yeah, no. I've, well, I'm, I'm rewatching Castle. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, so I watched a movie you recommended to me like three weeks ago, something like that. Fresh. I uh, watched it. Oh, cool. It. Yeah, that movie's great. Dude, I actually, um, I didn't watch any of the trailers before this. And I mean, same. I didn't know what it was when you the way you described it before you were like, OK, well, just uh, he's got them captive and it's called fresh. So I knew right off the mm-hmm. bat, it's like, OK, this has something to do with body parts or something. And mm-hmm. yeah, so w- this really quick. Um, yeah, he just said uh, uh, Sebastian Stan, he meets this girl and he, you know, hey, let's go on vacation. Tells her, uh, you know, traffic's really bad. Let's stay at my house uh, for the night and then we'll leave in the morning. He drugs her. She wakes up chained up. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, she wakes up chained in a, in a room, and she's at first just kind of like, all right, what the fuck are you doing? And it's really fucked up. Sebastian Sands just like, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to sell your meat. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to slowly cut pieces off of you, but I won't kill you yet. Because that's what they did in the platform. Yeah, that's true. Cutting, but yeah. this this is a little bit nicer because he actually does feed them and like, let them like use bathrooms and, and they're not in a rotting jail <laughs> cell so he has and he's a he's yeah. a surgeon by the way so he's he's legit but anyway yeah that's what he yes. does he keeps and you find out later that there are multiple women in this house that yes. he keeps them There's alive three total yeah he keeps them alive as long as he can because the meat is fresher you know which makes sense mm-hmm. so one of the really cool things about this movie the intro comes 30 minutes in. Right. Yes. Is it like the, and by intro, I mean like the credits, like right. you totally, and, and when they pop on, you're just like, oh shit, I forgot they didn't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, yeah. it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's a longer movie. I think it was like two hours, but yeah, it was just under. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So if anyone hasn't seen it yet, like definitely check it out. We didn't, I mean, we kind of spoiled a little bit, but we won't go too in depth with it because obviously if you haven't seen it yet. We don't want to give it all away, but yeah. Yeah, I will say like it, it kind of uh, it reminded me a little bit of like American Psycho almost mixed with like human centipede. Well, yeah, because he is very yeah, he's very like he is very charming and very sweet to the girl. But yeah. like he is still going to get what he needs from her because he's getting paid to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's like the Patrick Bateman there. And then you see like at the end of the movie, you know, like when he goes into like a psychotic rage, you're just like, oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the human centipede part, it's like clearly a way different movie, but like there were just some of the, I think it was maybe the way that the people were like how he was keeping them alive while he was doing all this like nasty shit to them. I've never seen those and I never <clears throat> will. No fucking interest. It's, you know what? I, yeah, I would just, if we'll just throw this one out there. Anyone, if you want to recommend a movie, just don't do human centipede. No, I will like, not and it's that. not because again, I've seen the first one and it's not like, oh, this is, I just don't even want to talk about it. Like it's, and then especially like what I've read about the second and third ones, it's like no fucking thing. No, you. yeah, I like, do not. Yeah. If you want to do like martyrs or something no, or you know, something else, no. but yeah, I don't want to. That movie traumatized well, <laughs> me. That movie's fucked I've up. I've never even seen it, to be honest. I just know all the horror <sighs> stories. I've watched like YouTube videos on it, but I'm a total poser. It's hard to um, watch. So anyway, um, but yeah, so, just uh, one and then what, like a, a, a part, a line that like just fucked with me in that movie Fresh when they're sitting down eating and she just asks him, she's like, so who are we eating? Or like, oh, who is know. this? You know, it's yeah. just so like, uh, like not what is this? Who is this? Yeah. 
And there's a cool, uh, uh, earlier in the movie, a cool line when they're, remember, the, I forgot what she's eating. And he says, he's like, I don't eat animals. Yeah. Like, yeah. he says, I don't eat animal meat. But at that point, you think he's a vegetarian. Right. But he says, no, I don't eat animal meat. Yeah. You don't get it until so. later. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I would definitely recommend this movie. It is uh, it's a slower movie, but it's very interesting, and it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't feel like bored or anything throughout the movie, which shockingly, because it was two hours, but yeah, I definitely would recommend it too. It was def it was one of the newer. It's twenty twenty two, and it was definitely one of the better ones that's come out so far in twenty twenty two, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so can you give me a? Yeah, I was Can say, you give so, me a drum roll, please? Yeah. Next week, we will be watching Sinister. Ooh, nice. I love that movie. That movie is so good. Yeah, this was, um, like I said, a couple of the guys at work, uh, one of them was like, hey, man, uh, could, could you do Sinister one of these nice. days? And it was just like, hey, you know what? We'll fucking do it next time. Next time I have a pick, which is this week. So on top of Sinister, we're going to try to do Morbius also, another short review there. So that's really going to depend on if, yeah. if as long as we can see it, because this movie is new to theater. When this, when this episode you're hearing now drops, Morbius will be in theaters. So if we can get to it before that review, cool. If not, we'll just do Sinister. But um, count on uh, count on Morbius. We're gonna try to do it. We're gonna try. I've been really busy with work, so that's like a yeah. It's a fifty-fifty. But yes, definitely, definitely, we'll be doing Sinister regardless. Hell yeah. Okay. So then, um, just remember also, like I said about the stickers. If you're interested, uh, email us or uh, you know send me a message on uh, or send us an, a message on Instagram. Uh, but other other than that, uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Remember to check us out wherever you get your podcast now. And if you'd like to contact the show for stickers or whatnot, horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com is how you can reach us via email. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. Please, please, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Heather, any parting words? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Let's get awkward. Every you time, sure? you fuck face. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. And bye. <laughs>